Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Ya ayyuhal muslimun. To the long-time listener and first-time visitor, we welcome you to this episode. Now without further ado, let's get into it. Alhamdulillah, hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih, kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yaruda. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah الحمد لله we live to see another Ramadan as we mentioned in the last session or last episode, that this is an opportunity that there were individuals who were with us last year who are no longer with us this year, that they are not able to benefit from and capitalize on. Whereas, alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala, he has allowed us to live to see another Ramadan. So it is incumbent that we capitalize on the situation because we may not live to see the next Ramadan. So from the ways that we can capitalize on Ramadan, as aforementioned, is by making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the dua that is made by the fasting person, then it is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not rejected. So we should busy ourselves in making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, we have to keep in mind that while we are fasting, while we are doing those things that will benefit us while we are fasting, we should also stay away from those things that will negatively impact our fast, those things that will hurt our fast. The Prophet ﷺ, he told us what the fast was really about and what we are not to do while we are fasting. The Prophet ﷺ, he says that it comes in a hadith that is mutafiqun alayh min hadith Abi Hurairah radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, idha kana yawmu sawm ahadukum, idha kana yawmu sawm ahadikum, if it is the day of fast of one of you, then don't act in a filthy and despicable, lowly manner, in a foul manner. Then don't, don't act in a filthy, foul, evil manner. And do not shout and yell. Naam, do not shout and yell. This here shows us that the fasting person is to do what? Is to mind their manners. Okay? Mind your manners while you are fasting. It's very important. It's very important. Because... If we want to truly benefit from the fast, then we have to mind our manners. Anything shy of minding our manners, then it will be that which will have a negative impact upon our fast. Naam? It will negatively impact our fast. It will hurt our fast. And I want you to keep in mind and to understand this concept that sins have a negative impact on your life. I'm going to say that again. Sins have a negative impact on your life. I'm going to give you an example. 
on how sins can negatively impact you. Just, just this is just an example. Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimullah ta'ala, he mentions, he says, Shakautu ila al-waqi' al-su'u al-hidhli fa'arushadani ila tarq al-ma'asi wa'anamini anna al-ilm nur Allah wa anna al-nur la yu'ta li'asi Imam al-Shafi'i, he mentions and these lines and these poetic lines that he complained to his teacher due to his memory being negatively impacted. He, Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimullah ta'ala, he had an extremely strong memory, photographic memory. Now, this is what we would call it today in these times. But one day when he was studying, he realized that his memory was not as sharp as it was previously. So something was wrong. Something was off. He couldn't figure it out. What's going on? So he mentioned it to his teacher that his memory had is not the same. It's been negatively impacted. He didn't understand. So his teacher, as he, as he goes on to say, he said, so I complained to my teacher, right? He said, so he, about my bad memory, he said, so he directed me to leaving off sins. His direction was, it's a sin. It's a sin that has negatively impacted your memory. Imam Shafi, he goes on to say in these lines, and he informed me or taught me that knowledge is the light of Allah. And that that light is not given to the sinners. So when an individual is seeking knowledge, sin will have a negative impact upon his what his acquiring of knowledge. It will negatively impact him. So I want you to reflect on this because sins, they, not, they just don't negatively impact an individual's memory and their seeking of knowledge. But sins have a negative impact inside a person's life in general. And we can go on and do a, a, a series of lectures talking about the negative impact of sins upon a person's life. Now, it could be a series, many, 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 many lessons dealing with that. But I want to bring you back now to what we're talking about, and that is fasting. That sins will have a negative impact upon an individual's fast. Now, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, zur bihi jahl he said that whoever does not abandon, does not give up foul speech and actions in accordance to it, meaning foul actions, sins, bad behavior, bad speech, a person cursing, verbal abuse, speaking about filthy and nasty and disgusting lowly things. Actions in accordance to it and ignorance, acting in an ignorant manner, then Allah is in no need for them to abandon their food and drink. Allah is in no need for them to abandon their food and drink, meaning that what? They're not going to fully benefit from the fast. It doesn't mean the fast does not count. They still get credit for fasting that day, but that's about it. They don't get that extra reward. 
They don't get that extra reward. Why? Because they diminished it with their foul speech, with their actions in accordance to their foulness and, 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 and ignorant manner, ma'am, so on and so forth. It has diminished what they gained. So you know what it's like? It's like trying to build a wall and you putting up bricks and then at the same time, bricks are being taken down. So it becomes counterproductive. Now, if a person were to do this, like if I was building a wall and I'm putting up bricks, then somebody else now comes and they're taking bricks down, then I have identified the problem. You are working against me. What you're doing, your actions are counterproductive to what I'm trying to accomplish. So then it becomes what? It becomes easy. Take that person out the equation. You don't have that problem anymore. Now you're just stacking bricks to build your wall. But, and here's the kicker. The, what we're talking about here is similar to you building a wall. So you're stacking up the bricks with your right hand while your left hand is taking bricks down. That's what you're doing the whole time. You're stacking up bricks, left hand taking bricks down. SubhanAllah. We are hurting ourselves. We are negatively impacting ourselves. So now that at the end of the day, the only thing we have is what? Is we fasted. The fact that we fasted. So we get credited for that. No, no good deed would be lost. But we lose out on the extra. Now, we lose out on the extra. That's like, for example, an individual working overtime. Give you another example. It's like you're working overtime. You put in your 40 hours, then you put in some more. You was doing double time, so you should have 80 hours. Now, 80 hours, time and a half, or double time they pay you for every hour. But what happened is you did something to violate the policy, so now you only get credited for straight time. That's it. Not just even straight time. It's even worse. You only get credited for the 40. The other 40 that you did that was double time, nope. You don't even get, you don't even get straight time for the other 40. You only get straight time for 40. Now, if they, now see, I'm putting it like this because sometimes it's how people need to understand things. Now, if you put it like that, and this is as it relates to your check, then what you're going to say, no, that's unacceptable. I'm not trying to hear that. I work 80 hours instead of getting double hours for, the, for 40. I only get paid straight time for 40? Oh, no. That has to stop. Whatever, whatever was going on to make that happen, you're going to make sure you're going to erase that completely. No way. So now how much more so when it comes to the fasting? How much more so when it comes to the fasting? That, that deed in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hadith al-Qusi, كُلُّ عَمَلِ ابْنَ آدَمْ لَهُ إِلَّا الصِّيَامِ فَإِنَّهُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِي بِهِ يَدْعَ شَهْوَتَهُ وَطَعَامَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِي That fasting which Allah ta'ala says in the hadith al-Qusi, that all of the actions of the son of Adam are for him except for fasting. It is for me and I shall reward him for it. He leaves off his desires and his food for my sake. Allahu Akbar. You don't want to you don't want to squander that type of deed. No way. You don't want to squander that. Because we're going to need that. Huh? You gotta remember. There's gonna come a day, that day of judgment, that our actions are going to be weighed. And on that day, we are going to need every single good deed. We're gonna need it. So for us sabotaging ourselves, self-sabotage as relates to anything in our life but specifically and for sure 
as it relates to our good deeds and our hereafter is not an option. No way. Self-sabotaging yourself. So now on the day of judgment, you come up short. No way. This is not an option. So we have to now capitalize on the present, capitalize on the now, capitalize on this Ramadan. So we have to mind our manners. Now, some of the setup they used to mention that when you fast, when an individual fa individual fasts, like it comes Jabir, he said, he said that when, when you fast, then make your ears fast. What does that mean, make your ears fast? Make your ears fast so that you are not listening to haram. Make your ears fast. Make your eyes fast. What does that mean, make your eyes fast? Make your eyes fast, you're not looking at haram. Make your mouth fast, your tongue. How you make your tongue fast? By not speaking with foolishness and filth. Let's go back to Imam al-Shafi'i. So I want to give you an example. I want, I want, I want, I want to yeah, share something with you. He said that when after his teacher told him that, he went back and he self-reflected over his day. What sin could it have been that affected my memory like this? What sin was it? He said the only thing he could think of, he said that in the marketplace, the wind it blew and it exposed the lower portion of the leg of one of the Muslim sisters. And when it exposed that portion of her leg, he, he happened to look at it. When he exposed that portion of the leg, he happened to look at it. He said, this is the only thing I can think of. The only sin I could think of that would have negatively impacted my memory. I mean, it's the only sin I could think of that I, that I, that I, you know, that happened to me. He saw the lower portion of a woman's leg. We live in the West. Seeing that lower portion of her leg affected his memory. We live in the West. Do you know what is seen outside these doors? Just going to buy some milk? Just going to purchase some eggs? Do you know all the type of stuff that is seen? Subhanallah. Do you know how the disbeliever dresses when they leave their house? Do you know how the disbelieving children dress when they go to school? Do you know how the disbelieving children dress when they go to school? If you have the unfortunate situation that you have your children in a public high school, go to that campus and look around. Look how those children are dressed. And we're saying children, but we know in high school you have people that are adults, 18, even according to the standards of the West, but people who are in well past puberty, well past puberty, and who have started to physically develop. Some of them who have reached the, that's it. This is who they are. 
And when you see how they dress, what level of sanity could be linked to putting your children and placing them in that environment? Subhanallah. I was a Muslim in high school. And they dressed horrible then. And the way they dress now was unacceptable when I was in high school. If one of these kids came to high school when I was in high school, dressed the way they're dressed now today, they would have been sent home for violating the dress code. They would have been sent home. But now, it's fine. It's okay. So to put your children in that situation, yeah, subhanAllah. Allah musta'an. Anyway, could you imagine how that would impact the fast of your children? Think about yourself. You're just going to get eggs. You're in and you out. And you see what you've seen, all that stuff. Now you're going to put your children in an environment for eight hours of the day. Imagine how that will impact, negatively impact their iman. So when we fast, our eyes are supposed to fast. Don't look upon things that are haram. The tongue is supposed to fast. Don't speak about things that are haram. Don't curse, don't lie, don't cheat, don't be verbally abusive, so on and so forth. Don't be filthy. We live in a time, subhanAllah, where it is fashionable to be filthy. It's trendy to be filthy. To be disgusting is trendy. To talk in the most vile manner is trendy. Just to say random things without any filter is trendy. You, you the cool kid. Allah musta'an. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Inna Allah la yuhibbu kulla fahishin mutafahishin That Allah ta'ala, he does not love everyone who is fahish Al-fahish dhul-fuhsh fi kalamihi wa fi'alih The one who was fahish, he is the one who he is lewd inside of his speech and in his actions. So he is the one who, it's, yani it's him. He's a person who, or, she, or her, a person who likes to curse, a person who is just filthy, a person who has disgusting manners. Na'am. So they speak in a disgusting fashion and they act in a disgusting way. This is the person who was al-fahish. Allah Ta'ala, he does not love one who was fahish. He's not love one who says yani, random despicable things. No. Likewise, al-mutafahish. Al-mutafahish, this is the one yatakallaf fi thalik. This is the one who he yani, goes overboard or she goes overboard. It's almost like they, manuf they manufacture it. Okay? The other one, you know, they just a foul person. So stuff comes with ease. They just foul. With ease, they do foul things. The one who's mutafahish, this is the one who has to, he intends to do it. He tries to do it. He sits there and thinks of, what can I say that would be just outrageous right now? What can I do that would just be so overboard? How can I be extra in the most impossible and most possibly despicable way? Yeah, huh? In the most outrageous way, you could say, right? That's the one who's mutafahish. Allah Ta'ala does not love that one. No. So a person who does the likes of these things and acts and behaves in this manner while they are fasting, then they're gonna destroy, they're gonna destroy all their extra reward. So we have to be, and we have to mind 
our manners while we are fasting. Because you have to remember, the fasting is just that which will acclimate you to the behavior you're supposed to have all year round anyway. So it's not just in Ramadan we own our P's and Q's, but you're supposed to bring your P's and Q's every day. Ramadan comes and it's a boot camp to help you to, and to strengthen you be on your P's and Q's. So you have to mind your manners when you're fasting in order to fully capitalize on the fast. Do not speak in an in a, in a, in a evil way and do not act in an evil way and do not act in a way and speak in a way that is most ignorant. But mind your manners. If we're going to benefit from Ramadan, we have to mind our manners. We have to mind our manners. So we have to mind and check because we live in an environment that it is difficult for your ears to fast because you're hearing so much nonsense. We live in an environment where it's difficult for your eyes to fast because we see so much filth. And it's difficult for the tongue to fast when you're surrounded by a bunch of ignorant people who are pressuring you to be like them. So we have to pick better friends for the youth and even for the adults. You have to pick better friends, put yourself in better environments, avoid negative environments, go to positive environments. And this is why maybe better we understand the setup. They used to go to what? They used to go to the masjid after they did their work during the day and things like this. And while they were fasting and inside Ramadan, they would go to the masjid, read Quran, things like that. And when it was asked why, they say in order to preserve our fast. In order to preserve our fast, because they understood what the reality of fasting is really about. The reality of fasting is leaving off foolishness. The reality of fasting is leaving off yani, bad behavior, leaving off sin, is leaving off all these despicable and lowly things. That is the reality of fast, in addition to what? Leaving off food and drink. It's not just about leaving off food and drink, but it's also about leaving off all this despicable and bad behavior. So we have to mind our manners when we are fasting if we want to benefit from the fast of Ramadan or any day that we're fasting. Listen, if you want to benefit from your life, you have to mind your manners. Mind your manners if you want to benefit from your life. Otherwise, you're going to come your Muqiyamah and you're going to be regretful. You're going to come up, you're going to come your Muqiyamah and you might come up short. You don't want that. I don't want that. No one wants that. Check out some of these other episodes over here. Huh? And so we can further understand, further understand and benefit more, inshallah ta'ala. Wa illa al-liqa. Astaghfirullah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.